Les's League. Hello and welcome back to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, Big Les. Let's go through your Friday games for round five. Uh, we'll start off with the Panthers v. the Raiders. Now, I thought the game, in, especially in the first half, it was very closely contested. Um, and, you know, the Panthers, they only led by seven points after Taruva scored a double and Nathan Cleary obviously got that field goal. But the second half, as you all know, was just all Panthers. It was just all Panthers. Uh, they found their attacking mojo and literally just running seven tries back to back. And the Raiders could just do absolutely nothing. They had no answers for it. Uh, it was 53 to 12, the final scoreline. It was an absolute thrashing there um, by the Panthers. Obviously, you know, Raiders without Jack Whiten, uh, they were always going to struggle a little bit, but they just got absolutely thumped by the Panthers. Nathan Cleary having a big game in this one. Uh, setting up tries left, right, and center. Uh, obviously scoring that field goal in the first half as well, being a bit cheeky there. We love a bit of a cheeky Cleary. But Nathan Cleary, he wasn't the only cheeky one there. He wasn't the only cheeky one there. We saw Isaac Tago absolutely dominating this game. He was absolutely everywhere, setting up tries left, right, and center, particularly at center because, you know, that's where he plays. But he scored a quick-fire double and then was involved in every other try on that edge as well. He was outstanding. Uh, and then Cleary got went over for his uh, 50th, NRL try as well, um, and that was a really awesome moment in the game. Uh, Panthers were just dominating for the entire 80 minutes, but more so in the second 40 rather than the first 40. It was much more closely contested uh, than in the second half. In the first half, it was much closer. Zach Hosking went over for another try, two tries in two weeks as well. He ran over for 100 metres as well, uh, which was an awesome effort from him. He has been outstanding since coming in for the Panthers, and I think that he's really cementing that spot in there. We said we said when he was signed there, I told you guys that he would cement a spot over Luke Garner. Many of you guys didn't believe me. Many of you guys thought that Luke Garner was going to cement that spot. I've told you again and again and again. Zach Hosking was going to work his way into this side, and I think that he's going to do that over the next few weeks if he hasn't done it already. Tyrant Peach as well in the 14 jersey went over. Stephen Crichton uh, and Jermaine Salmon, the week got a dog. The the puppy with stomach problems goes over as well. Uh, so some would call that payback. Ivan Cleary definitely did. Yeah, good karma. That's how I describe that. Yeah, but other than that, I mean, they did really well, particularly when they lost James Fisher-Harris very, very early as well. Uh, it was sort of a factor that sort of hindered them in that first half. But Moses Theoda, you know, Spencer Lenu, those guys stepped up really well in the second half as well. And just throughout the entire game as well, Moses Leota was outstanding. He was very, very close to being in my, you know, team of the week. But obviously, you know, down the track, Payne Haas, Jake Trevojevic, those guys had really big performances that sort of just got over Moses Leota, but I thought he was outstanding and was one of the forwards that really got the Panthers that momentum, uh, particularly in the second half. You know, Spencer Lanyu playing longer than he normally would as well. Ivan Cleary was talking about that also in the press conference. And yeah, Spencer Lanyu was outstanding. Uh, and so were all of the forwards pretty much for the Panthers. They uh, really contributed to that win. And um, yeah, just when they... when. They were trying to get momentum in those games, which was quite easy for them. You know, the fours were a big part of that, a big part of that. And 
um, yeah, the Raiders, again, they just had no answers. And it's pretty disappointing, particularly when they had a really solid start to the year. And, you know, Matt Frawley, when he came in last week, it was sort of like there was no difference having uh, Jamal Fogarty out. And then when Jack White was out, you could really tell the difference, especially in those effort areas. Um, I tell you what, though, in a losing side, I thought that uh, Matt Simico, in terms of effort levels, in terms of getting up in that game, um, you know, the running meters as well. Uh, when he got the ball, he looked dangerous every time. I thought in a losing team, Matt Simico was quite impressive. So credit to him. 100%. He was fantastic. But yeah, the Raiders as a, as a whole just had no answers. And the Panthers just got a big win. That was it. The Panthers just got a really big win. Um, Ricky Stewart, you know, in the press conference as well, he had a big little paragraph there. Uh, he was quite disappointed in his side. And obviously, as we talked about the effort areas, um, you know, they just weren't there without Jack Whiten. Uh, he said, the second half was unacceptable. I'm sure a lot of fans and people out there would like to know exactly what I'm thinking, but it's better to keep it in-house and work on it. I'm disappointed for all our fans, and it's going to be a tough week to get us through that because obviously there will be a lot of deserved criticism for all of us. I apologize for that performance. So obviously, He's not feeling the performance. Um, Ricky Stewart, and obviously so, they got absolutely flogged. But, um, you know, I mean, we, when Jack Whiten comes back, you know, those effort areas they need to work on. And I think, to be honest, it was always going to be hard coming up against Penrith, but they were just super dominant, especially in that second half. And, you know, if they kept the effort levels they did have in the first, um, you know, it would have been a totally different game for me. But, you know, the Panthers just came out with something else in the second half and, and really showed it to the Raiders. So uh, big performance from the uh, big performance from the Panthers, sorry, uh, particularly from Isaac Targo and Nathan Cleary. They were outstanding. Uh, Moses Liotta in the middle and obviously Stephen Crichton and Jermaine Salmon, Zach Hosking, Tyrone Peachy who scored tries. Um, yeah, but it was really, really solid here from the Penrith Panthers, particularly from Isaac Targo. So, um, Awesome game for the Panthers. Can't wait to see how they go next week. And as for the Raiders, hopefully when uh, Jack White comes back in the next few weeks, um, you know, they're going to start to play some better football as well. Um, for the South Sydney Rabbitohs v. the Melbourne Storm game, it was a very fast momentum-filled start. Uh, and I put Melbourne on the back foot a little bit. South were definitely on the front foot in the first few minutes of that game. Um, you know, Pezzett's kicking game. Uh, Jonah Pezzett, I thought he was great in this game. Particularly when Melbourne were on the front foot, I thought Pezzett's kicking game. He made some really good choices there. And uh, Cam Munster as well, having a solid game. So did Cody Walker. It was really the battle of the sixes in this game. Uh, but obviously, you know, Cam Munster just won that battle there. Um, the Storm made 414 tackles compared to South Sydney's 351. That is unheard of. You can tell how hard this game was in defense. Uh, Harry Grant was leading the way with his personal haul of 50 tackles in this game. I think he only missed one or two as well. So a solid knock there from Harry Grant. I thought in defense, he was fantastic. Just in general as well, when the Storm were on the front foot, he was great as well. He was definitely my hooker of the week. Uh, just in front of Reese Robson for the Cowboys. It was such a high-quality contest as well. It was a really solid game. Um, you know, saw both sides complete over 80% as well, which is unreal. Uh, you love it when you see your side complete over 80%. Um, so it was a really physical game. Both sides were on, on the front foot. Uh, in moments of that game, and uh, it was a really tough contest in defense as well. We talked about the tackles as well, 414 for the Storm, uh, and then for the Rabbitohs, it was 351. Um, you know, it was a 12-6 lead at the break, and then obviously Cameron Munster's try uh, down the left-hand side sort of put um, the Storm 
by six, and then they obviously let in that try from Campbell Graham on the hour mark. After that, the Storm, they sort of had a few sets defending on their own line. Uh, some really solid defense as well. I mean, Meany knocked the ball out of Alex Johnston's hands, and then obviously Harry Grant took Isaac Thompson out uh, to deny a four-pointer minutes later. Uh, but the Rabbitohs, they did lose Alex Johnston to a failed HIA, uh, sustained while attempting to score uh, the try stopped by Meany. Obviously, since Johnston has failed his HIA, it means he is going to have that 11-day stand-down, uh, and he will miss next week against the Bulldogs, which is a bit of a concern for South Sydney going into next week. So the Storm, they have won eight of their past nine games against the Rabbitohs now. Um, and, you know, I think the big effort area was not only the defense on their line towards the end of the second half, but, you know, all the Storm forwards as well running over 100 meters in this game. It was a solid effort um, from the Melbourne Storm forwards. Also from Tom Burgess from South Sydney, he ran for 202 meters, I believe. Uh, he was fantastic for South, unbelievable. He was one of the forwards that was really putting in 110% for South. Uh, it was just a very unfortunate that the Melbourne Storm were just able to grab the win there over South Sydney. Obviously, a few try attempts from South Sydney denied. A solid game from South. You know, they were putting in 100%, but the Storm's defense uh, was just too good for them. So a good win by the Storm. Uh, and South Sydney, yeah, a bit concerned in going into next week against the Bulldogs, considering they don't have Alex Johnston due to that 11-day stand-down. So definitely one to watch there um, for South Sydney. But two really good games to finish off that Friday. One.